Hello, 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 and welcome to the live video of the Women Empowerment Podcast. So today on the show we have Miss Heidi from Heart Driver Solution. Ms. Heidi is a recruiter and she is one of the people that help you get into the driver's seat. She is the recruiter for She Trucking. And today the show will be hosted by Can- uh, Candice as well. Um, I'm going to bring her, bring them on, let them say hello. But um, tonight we will not be going live on Blog Talk Radio. We are going live with the video today. And so we're going to have an amazing show. And thank you all for listening, tuning in. Please share, 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 share it out, okay? Because you're going to learn some things. Um, and you can definitely ask questions. So please post your questions. We're going to read your questions. We're going to have a Q&A as well throughout the show. So welcome to, hello, Miss Candice. And hello, Miss, uh-oh. Hold on, let me get Miss Candice back on here. This is a live show, so bear with us bear with us all right hello miss candace and hello miss heidi hello hello hi thank you for coming on the show today we are so honored to have you um i know you have how long have you been recruiting Um, I've been for five years. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. And what brought you into the industry? Well, I was a truck driver. So I grew up. I was actually a truck driver for 30 years. Uh, I rode in 2015. So whole life he was on the road. And uh, you hear that trucking's in your blood. Well, it is, and it's in my blood. Uh, I never did feel I get tired, so I don't know how you guys do it. But I have. I was just drawn to trucking, and I had a driver manager for ten years before I started moved over to the recruiting side. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And um, my next question is going to be, what companies do you hire for? Okay. Well, we hire for CA, hire for USA Truck. We hire for uh, only the dedicated accounts on JB Hunt, but we do um, hire for the intermodal and dedicated hunt they are shugle which is a really dedicated and otr hire for we hired for western flyer and um, we hire for bar none has the highest pay package in the industry for company drivers 
Um, we hire for Heartland Express and we hire for black horse carriers. So those are, we have, those are the main ones that we hire for. And for the new drivers, what company um, can you get them started at? Like what company do you recommend for new drivers? And thank you all for tuning in. Please share this out. Thank you for tuning in. This is the first time the Women Empowerment Podcast is live. And we have Miss Heidi Hart. If you're just tuning in, she's a recruiter. So get your questions together. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking to get into school, is that what you mean? Getting into school or, or if you're a recent grad? Um in the, if you're in, looking to in get school. into school. If you're looking to get into school. Um, you know, I will recommend companies that I don't even work with. Prime is one of those. Um, I know that they have a really good program over there. Um, if you come to me and you're needing school, I'm going to get you, which is out of Joplin, Missouri. Um, they're the only one that I work with for school, but I do have a lot of knowledge about uh, other carriers that are good carriers. So even if you if you don't want to do CFI, you're, you're uh, looking for other opportunities, I can certainly help guide you to carriers that I don't work with. And also, you know, there are opportunities for you to do school right there at home. So we discuss those with the driver. We find out, are they going to be able to be away from home for to go to school right there? And we can help you navigate your way through finding the right, first of all, the right school program, whether it's through a carrier or right there in your hometown what you're going to do after you graduate. Oh, excellent. And then now, okay, I went through um, a community college. Okay. And so now I got to find the school on my own. Um, what are the, the trend, the, what are the starter companies that you would recommend? The starter companies that I would recommend would be CFI. Um, they have a great program. The thing I love about CFI is that you never run as a team over there. Um, so when you hop into the truck with your trainer, you're not in a team situation. Your trainer is um, going to be um, probably driving the first couple of days and, and showing you the ropes there. And then they're going to put you in the seat and they're going to be sitting beside you for your entire shift. And the truck never runs as a team all day training from your driver. And then when your shift is over, when your 11 hour shift is over, that truck is going to stop to talk of your trainer, what went well, what didn't go well, but it's just really intense one-on-one -on -one training and you don't ever do it. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people stay away from that team, honey. Yeah. Don't go to your don't go to Covenant. Don't go to uh, the. Don't go to CR. Not unless you have to. CR England. <laughs> Stay away from those companies. So, yeah. Like I said, if you, yeah, yeah. thank if you. you can, mm -hmm. If you can get into trucking, if if that's the only way to get into trucking, if the only way for you to get into trucking is CRST or CR England or whatever, do it, hunker down, do it, check with, because more than me, I'm going to be able to get you into a good situation. Right. Call Miss 
Heidi. Call her. <laughs> Call Miss Heidi. Call Miss Heidi first before you sign up for those companies. <laughs> yeah, that's why I yeah. said call yeah. so she can get you in a better position. So, um, right. well, I'm gonna turn the floor mm -hmm. over to Miss Candice, and I'm gonna. Hey, how you can you hear me? I sure can. All right, beautiful. Hey, I got some questions for you, girl. Which okay. are the best carriers? that you know of, which will give you more bang for your buck and treat you like a, okay. treat you like a driver family member other than um, Right, right. Well, I'll tell you like, you know, not a one size fits all uh, carriers. Um, what, whatever may not work for the other. But there are companies that I grade. I grade the the company, you know, based on uh, what I've seen personally, the feedback I get from drivers and stuff like that. So, you know, when I think about uh, carriers out there, people who are being successful, people who are doing well, um, I would definitely put the top of that list. I would put Erica on the top of that list, which is also a hard company. Um, but uh, Google, Arnold, Bar None, like I said, has, you know, the highest pay package. And those carriers really like family. I don't know if I mentioned Western Flyer Express, but you have to have experience to be there. But those those companies really treat you like family. And you're also going to get the miles that you need. You're going to have the paycheck that you need. And when you call someone, they're going to have answers for you and you're not going to feel like it's off or that you've inconvenient when you call. Nobody wants to have that feeling that when you call into your driver manager that, hey, oh my gosh, uh, I've inconvenienced this person. They don't have time to talk to me or they don't want to talk to me. When you get that we send you to, you're going to get people who care about you, people who so a lot of them have actually been drivers. Um, so it's we we work really hard to partner with with carriers that are going to treat drivers well. I don't I will I don't work with any carrier that I would not be comfortable sending my dad to who was a driver for 30 years. And again, I would say CFI or Shugle, uh, Western Flyer Express. Express, bar none. Um, I know I don't work personally because they don't work with it. I'm hearing more and more that Prime is to go to. Um, and I certainly feel uh, I have a lot of friends over there that are doing really well. So, um, and uh, all of the ones that we work with are good. Heartland Express, they're all really good carriers. Yeah, I heard Western uh, Flyers is really good. I have a friend that works there, works with them. Yeah. I'm sorry, I think yeah. I think I cut out for a minute. Yeah. Can, can you hear, hear me now? Yeah, I can hear yeah, you. Yeah, I sure can. Okay, good. Yeah, I heard, um, yeah, Western Flyers uh, Express, that's a really good company to work for. A friend of mine uh, works for them. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a, if you're wanting to do lease purchase, I mean, whether you want to do company or lease purchase, carrier money, you will be successful. Right, nice. Can I pick your brain with another question? Sure. All right. Now, how do you become a trainer? Now, what's the process that you have to go through? Like, I always hear, like, there's some companies that you can work for them for just three months. And then all of a sudden, you take, like, a class or a course, and then you can become a trainer, which, to me, that's ridiculous. You don't have right. enough experience if you're only on the way three months. That's okay. I would not. Sorry. Friend. Someone's trying to uh, messenger call me. So to be a trainer, I recommend that you have at least one year of experience. You want to have at least one year of experience. Um, and if you're with a is throwing people in the training seat at three months, that's a good put in your time and then move to a different company. Um, but to become a trainer, really all you have to do is go to a company. Um, if you've got at least a year of experience and you have a good clean record, most companies are eager to have a trainer if they hire people with less experience a trainer because there's not a lot of trainers out there. And I just would highly recommend, especially women, if you have a heart to train, please do, because it's so important. There's so many women coming into the industry and not enough trainers. So if you if you have a heart to do it, do it Put in at least a year before you train and then just reach out to your recruiting department or to your driver manager and say, hey, you know, I really want to get into training. And um, um, those people are going to connect you with the resources you need to start that. It's really pretty easy if you have at least a year of experience. Yeah. So we have a Facebook question. And one of our Facebook users said, are there any West Coast connections that you have? Yeah. I'm mean, Express, which does, I mean, just a lot of, they do all four. So with Heartland Express, I've got OTR over on the West Coast Regional. So you can be home every weekend on the West Coast if you want to be, or you can do full OTR. And then I've also got another small company. Um, it's Interstate. Uh, gosh, I don't have that in front of me. It's a small company, but I have a really small carrier out there that also does some dedicated stuff too. West Coast Connections, I would really uh, uh, recommend Heartland Express because they've got OTR and they've got home every weekend. So whatever you want out there. Nice. <clears throat> That's awesome. Awesome. So I'm going to let Candace go with this next question. All right. Now, for the people who are just wondering how to, what the, what the process is to do this, how do you become an owner operator? Like, give me some examples and give me, um, like, you know how you hear those horror stories where people just go under because the cost is so much and it's not a really good deal for them. What, how do you become an owner operator and what is a good deal for people to do this so they can succeed and they don't just drown? So there's a couple of ways that you can become an owner operator. 
And sheet tracking really gives you the resources that you need because there's two different ways that you can become an owner operator. One is to do a lease purchase program, which you hear a lot of horror stories about lease purchase programs. And there's a good reason for that because most of them are, they're not designed for the driver to succeed. But I do have some really good lease purchase programs. Um, I only work with lease purchase programs that are just loaded with safety nets for the drivers and a lot of guarantees. So, um, and I also have people that gone through it and been successful and own trucks and stuff. So I only work with three lease purchase pro programs. Um, other ways to become a, and th those are a great way to be, become a owner operator. You don't have, you know, a 10 payment, but you are ready to, to start making your moves that way. Um, so sheet trucking, I with uh, and companies that you can go through and, and finance your own truck directly through them. And then, you know, either lease on to a company under their authority or, you know, get your own authority. There's there's a lot of different pathways to becoming your own owner operator. Uh, what I really encourage you to do is to do a lot of research, um, you know, research research the different types of lease purchase, research the different kinds of finance options that are directly either through uh, the, uh, or through one of the finance uh, companies that are out that she trucking works with. I know I've watched personally uh, with uh, some of their, that, so there's different ways to do it. Um, what I would say is don't don't just write it off lease purchase um, because stuff because some companies out there that have a lease that's going to uh, and Hard Driver Solutions works with three of those um, and and I can tell you more about those when you guys call me or or you can reach out to me on Facebook but those are really the two ways that you get into it but research if you've got a mentor that is already an owner operator you know reach out to them we've got a lot of women that are owner operators reach out and you know ladies some of their not of course i'm always available to help you guys also great fantastic now one more if you don't mind me asking now, when you first start driving, even like when you first start off and five years later, like how long should you stay with a company? Like, let's say, you know, you just start, obviously you, you want to stay with them probably for at least a year, but what about if you're five years in, how long should you, if you switch companies, how long should you stay with that company? that you want to do a lot of research before you make it whether it's your first company or or your third company or whatever you want to do research because when you go to a company you need to at least spend six months you need to lay down at least six months uh, a year is better but what i like to see people do and what we do at heart driver solutions i don't all of you ladies and, and gentlemen too, 
I'm sure all of y'all have at some point been custom fitted for a dress at a wedding, if, whether you're a bridesmaid or a bride, or you've been custom fitted for a, a tuxedo. For solutions, when you call us, we're not, it's not like when I answer the phone, I'm like, today I'm going to sell CFI. When I answer the phone, I talk to every driver. I find out what their needs are, immediate needs, like what's their home time needs, what's their pay, what kind of pay do they have to have, what's their bottom line, um, what kind of equipment they want to run. And then we talk about their long-term goals. And this is important when you're thinking about how long do I stay with a carrier? You've got to think about what your long-term goals are. Um, and then you've got to devise a career path. And at Hard Driver Solutions, that's what we, we listen to you. We find a company that matches you, custom fitted for you, and you're. And then also, we try to get you with a carrier that's going to fit your law. So now that's not always possible because sometimes you don't have enough experience, or you've got a couple of dings on your deck or something like that that we've got to fix first. And so we get you with the carrier that's going to get your immediate needs, and then after you've been there for you know, long enough for us to get the dings off your deck or to um, get the, then move to a different carrier. And this on your own, do to you want to, you want to try to get to a carrier that's going to fit your immediate needs and also your long-term goals. Like do operator, you want to get with a carrier that, is going to hit your immediate needs and also provide you with an oppor opportunity to be an owner operator. Like, or if that, if you can't get with a carrier that's got the whole shebang, you need to think, okay, I'm going to be with this carrier for a year. I'm going to lay down the experience I need. I'm going to have a ticket that falls off and then I'm going to, uh, you know, and then move to the carrier where I'm going to be able to either, run my own truck that I bought at the dealership or through a finance company or lease purchase with the carrier of my choice. So you've got to think about your immediate goals and then your long-term amount of time you're going to spend at a carrier on those things. If you don't have a plan yet, you need to start doing that. You've got to. And it's okay if all you want to ever be is, in. I'm going to tell y'all, my daddy was a company driver years okay he didn't ever want to be an owner operator that's okay uh my we lived well my daddy was making 50 60 000 in the 80s and 90s which was a lot of money and so we lived well he has retired well his house is paid off his vehicles are paid off and he's got retirement plus a huge nest egg that he set for himself uh just being a company otr driver but set these goals for yourself, whatever it is, you know, if you're trying to if ever find the best company or company OTR drivers or company dedicated drivers or company regional, whatever your goal is. Awesome, awesome information. You're right. Plan for success. I can't stress this, that enough. I mean, we go into 2020, so this is a good time to plan for success, right? So if y'all exactly. are just tuning in, this is Miss Hollywood with Heart Driver Solutions. Please uh, go ahead and leave your comments. And thank you all for tuning in. I see Miss April. I see Latanya. I see 
um, Sabrina and LaShawn. So thank you all for tuning in. Um, please share this out if you um, are just tuning in as well. And I have a question for you as well. Um, my, my next question is, what are the challenges you face with being a recruiter? You have the you have the obvious challenges of just everybody's fighting right everybody's got empty trucks so if you're you got a cdl you've got a golden ticket you're going to have you know a thousand people beating on your door and just one you know a stack of a thousand but i will tell you what i have to offer you with the company that fits your needs but the other big as far as my a driver comes to me and they don't long-term plan they don't have a long-term vision or goal for their career you want to build that and then just practically um i would say probably 10 drivers that reach out to me have the resume in front of them they've got it's been real easy pulse just a you know and and auto fills driver pulse and and heart driver solutions has driver pulse so you can find us but you want to have a resume and preferably one that's printed out and so that that has the dates that you work for the different company if you are first uh driving Genre. You want to have your CDL ready, have your medical card ready. And for those of you who uh, haven't been keeping your, you want to have long forms ready. A lot of people lose those, toss, you know, just uh, misplace them. Those are long form is just as important as the medical card itself. And uh, companies ask, you want to have with all of your information and, and the others. Now, I know we online, it only says three, but most carriers are going to, so you want to have 10 years of job history and just, just have your basic information ready, treat, make it. We're going to make a walk into a door somewhere and get a non-driving job. And then when you call, you have all that information available. The other thing is be true because a lot of um, something out that is not going to get caught. If you tell me or any recruiter when you're talking to them, it's always better to be truthful about how many tickets you have, what kind of uh, drug screening, are you able to pass? Okay, are you uh, urine or hair follicle? Be criminal background. Honest, we can get you set up with the company that's going to be able to work. Those, they're not honest. We're going to send you to the, it's all courts. And then so we could have got, gotten you in. 
the Oregon company. Um, and it also is just always disappointing to get a no. So my job and my goal is to set you up for a yes every time with a good carrier. But you've got to be honest. Your your tickets and accidents history, your criminal background, and things like that. And your job history. And my next question to you is, what companies are um, requiring the hair follicle test? So people don't, you know, they don't know in case they are dirty, you know, they hair are dirty. Can you name some of those companies that, that has the hair follicle test so they can be prepared? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, really, most of the carriers are doing hair follicle right now. Um, CFI is a hair follicle. Is a hair follicle. JB Hunt and uh, Schneider is a hair follicle. I do have carriers that are not. I have USA, very good carrier. I could give you a thousand reasons why that's a good carrier. Uh, Western Flyer, Bar None, and Heartland Express all do urine only. And I'm a, I'm glad we're talking to me because this is something people don't like to talk about. But because, you know, in many of the states in our country now, uh, marijuana, medical marijuana and recreational marijuana is they go home. On and use, you know, smoke that in your system for six months. That's going to stay in your hair follicle. So if, you know, on your, uh, on, uh, you smoked a joint, you're not going to pass a hair follicle once. And what's with me about that? Now, I will tell you this this is me being real with you. Okay, if you are talking to an in-house recruiter, if you talk to CFI directly, if you talk to anybody, which, by the way, U.S. Express has gone here. If you talk to any of these carriers and they ask you if you can pass it, you say, yes, ma'am. If you can't, then you, you need to let that one different one. Never tell the company the truth about that because and I'll tell you it sounds like I'm giving you bad telling you to do something but if you talk to any of the recruiters they don't want you to tell them as these things like that now hard driver solutions I'm a so you can going to help you navigate through you can say hey Heidi you know I had a little bit too much fun on New Year's Eve or, you know, some people use cannabis oil for pain. Uh, who, you know, we never cannabis oil. She started using it for really well for her. Um, if you, you use cannabis oil for or joint works great. I've heard, I've heard lots of reviews. It works great, but it can test. So you, with third myself about that, you do not want to be honest or about that because they don't want to hear that because they have to disqualify you for like a need to tell them the truth about that. That's one of the reasons why I'm in that you there's third parties out there, but come through me because I'm through what carriers. 
That's right. I actually had a meeting today with the clear house, the clearing house. And so this is what I was in a meeting with all, uh, all day and all the time where they are talking about when you, you know, go to DOT, if you have an accident, they trying to get the mouth swabs going, you know, and different things like that coming to the scene where you're going to be tested in different kind of ways. And these hair follicle tests. And I was, you know, explaining that as a black woman, if I have braids in my hair, that's an automatic fail. You know, having weaving your hair is an automatic fail. And so you have to know this what? before you go, because if you use your regular hair, you will not fail. But if you have braiding hair, you will fail because whatever chemicals or whatever they use, honey, if you go overseas, and and they, they that's it's legal over there, you know. Wow. So it's in their head, and we are failing these tests. And what he gave me was the statistics of twelve percent fails, and and they understand, they know it's a problem. So um, I do want to say that he did say as well. I'm gonna go live with him as well. He'll be on one of the shows, but um, I, I'm gonna set that up too. But he was also saying that the hair follicle for some companies are not DOT recordable, you know? So you need to be honest. Like she said, let them know the truth so it won't pro uh, prolong your process and we can find a company that's right for you. If you're entering into this industry, I, I wanna say today, right now, if you're thinking about getting into the trucking industry, stop now, that way you'll be ready for yep. April, March, around that time and we can get you into a school and get you going. So, um, Thank you so much because I think we want to keep drivers aware. We want to keep them in the know so they can stay employed, they can be employed and have a, a great transition. And a lot of people ask that question. So if you're tuning in live, definitely uh, post your questions. I'm going to look for the question and I'm going to um, thank you, Lady J, for tuning in. Lady Jane. Hey, Lady Jane. And I'm going to give the floor to miss candace and let her go to the next question hey i just a, a question just popped into my head it wasn't you know rehearsed or anything it's pretty simple though if you don't mind me asking Did I broadcast freeze up? Well, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Can oh, you hear me? I can. I, I can hear you. Yeah, I can see you. Okay, sorry, y'all. This is a live show, so we having technical difficulties at the moment. But we're back. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast. <laughs> um, if you're wondering what's going on. And so normally we do this on Block Talk Radio. It's normally an audio show. But I feel like y'all need to get some visuals and y'all need to really understand the empowerment that we are giving you. And so today we decided to come on and do a live show so you can um, definitely connect, ask questions as well. Um, mm -hmm. and, um, and then next week, uh, this Sunday, we'll be back on the Blog Talk Radio doing the audio again. And let me get back to Miss uh, Candice's question. 
Hi, can you hear me, Heidi? Okay, here's a question for you. It wasn't one of the questions on the list, but I think it's a pretty good question because I've been wondering this myself. Since a lot of companies are just going underwater and a lot of major companies are going underwater and since you're a recruiter and my aspect of a driver, I think it's it's going to be switching. Um, is it switching to a company market instead of a driver's market? What do you think? Do you, do you feel it's switching a little bit? Um, I think it's become becoming more of a driver's market every day. That's why you're seeing companies Good. who haven't been driver focused in the past fall. Okay. So companies know that it's because you see butting their door, but these are companies that have always been about, I know there are people out there that have but they are the minority, okay? Sellers uh, have a negative. They're not very driver focused. The companies that have not been driver focused need to get driver focused. They, they're going to have to. They're going to fall. Those are the ones that are going to have their doors closed. And drivers don't believe this, but I will tell you it's true because all of the companies that I work with, which are don't work with, have even more empty trucks. So all of these, all of these companies are trying to find drivers. My dad, and he, he and his generation seated in the trucks in 2015 them have lagging so there's this huge hole that's why she trucking is so important because we're bringing women in to fill those places now it's a driver's industry and the companies that are not driver focused are and their doors are going to close so you're going to be becoming more and more driver focused and the driver it really is yeah, that's what I was wondering myself because you see all these huge companies just going under, and it's like all those drivers are going to different companies. They're 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 scrambling, they're looking for work, and you don't blame them, but it, it makes you nervous because you're thinking, okay, is there gonna be enough jobs? You know, and you don't really necessarily think that. Yeah. Did you see what I'm saying that? Like as a driver, and you're looking around and you're noticing these companies going under and it's like, the, and all the drivers have to go somewhere else. So is there going to be enough freight or yeah. companies going to be hiring, you know, drivers and there's still a high need? Well, let me, let me tell you what, let me give you a statistic. Okay. Right now there are 11 loads that need to be moved for every driver in the industry. For every driver in the industry that's in a truck, are 11 loads that need to be moved. That's the driver shortage. Wow. Um, we've got, uh, they're, they're saying something like, um, we have to, yeah, uh, by they're saying by 2025, we need to add almost drivers to, to cover the shortage that we have right now. And then also generation X is starting to retire. I'm part of generation X. I'm 43. I'm at the very end of that generation. The top of that generation is 54, I think. 
So those guys are starting to retire and got the boomers. Most of them are out of their seats. And then my generation, generation X is starting to, they're all starting. And um, so, yeah, but there's plenty of freight out there. There are plenty of empty trucks with good carry anytime. And uh, I really think that she trucking part of, of saving the industry because we, we've got to fill these empty seats because without it, without industry will country will suffer because we're not going to get the freight moved. We need to get moved. I mean, every single thing. So, um, you know, it's really important, but drivers don't need to worry about of the industry right now because it's a very it's a the driver's market the companies are the ones that are going to need to worry and start getting more driver focused because they've got to attract drivers and keep them in order to keep their doors opened and that means better pay better benefits uh better treatment customers as a driver you are a customer for that carrier driver or an owner operator you are a customer for that carrier and you should be treated like a customer. Same as when you walk somewhere else, you're a customer. You're absolutely right. I agree with you 110%. Um, really quick, I want to show y'all what I was speaking of. This clearinghouse is coming soon, January the 6th. Okay, so January the 6th, all owner operators, all carriers. And all drivers that are applying after January the 6th will be required to enter into the clearinghouse drug and alcohol policy. So this is what I was speaking of. That, uh, Like I said, we had a meeting today talking about this. So here it is. January the 6th is coming soon, okay? I need y'all to get ready, get ready, get ready, and get prepared. You understand? You understand. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast. Um, and it's live and we are at four, we've been here almost 45 minutes. So I want to kind of wrap up the show. Um, if you, Candice, I'm going to uh, ask you to ask one more question, your final best question. If you have anything else, I'm going to ask my final best question and then we're going to do a wrap up. And if you have any questions for Miss Heidi. The, the most important questions that we want to know is how can we contact you? If you, you know, definitely let's, uh, if you can tell me how to, how they can contact you, that's going to be very important. But if you want to ask any questions, go ahead and drop them now. This will be the time because we're getting ready to wrap up this show. So Candice, I'm going to turn the, uh, mic on to me, huh? All right. One more question. How far ahead do you have? Should you look um, into your career and why? Like when you first start your career, should you look like five years ahead, four years ahead, or just you just want to get through that first year without any incidences? And like you don't want to look too far and create anxiety for yourself. But how far should you look ahead in your career to set yourself up? That is a great question. And while she's thinking about that, let me just do a little promo here. Um, definitely um, download the Trucker Tools app. 
definitely download the Trucker Tools app. It can help you while you're on the road. So uh, right now, if, once we get off this live, definitely download Trucker Tools, okay? You're looking for their website, go to truckertools.com and check them out. So Miss Heidi, I'm going to let you... Hi guys, it was just from being on here. I'm always to be involved working. Um, if you guys um, are looking for advice or to make an, a career move, call in seven four eight three four. You can always message me on Facebook as well. Um, you can text me. That's my cell phone four one seven four two one three. If you got something urgent, text me. SOS, hey, hi, I need you. Um, you can call me, text me, or you can instant message me on Facebook. You know, before we get off the show, I have a question. What things are would disqualify you from getting hired? Did we talk about that? I'm sorry, I missed that question. What was that question? What type of things would disqualify you for getting hired? Like, so what do, what do drivers need to look for, um, you know, that would disqualify them for getting hired? Did we? I know we talked about, um, you know, if they don't pass the test, but is there some other things that can disqualify them? Every company's own hiring. So every company is going to have a guidelines of what you can and cannot have, what 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 qualifies. So might disqualify you with one company, you would be okay. But usually, when a carrier, their applicants, all of them, they're looking. They're looking at how many last three and how many accidents you've had in the last three years. They're looking at uh, how many tickets you've had in the last three years. They're looking at um, whether or not you have any failed drug tests. And they're looking at your criminal background. No, no matter what you've those things, there's a carrier that will work for you. And what I do is I go over all those questions with you in an application, and I match you with but those are the five things that they're going to look at. Criminal background, uh, your, your tickets, accidents, you know, if you've had any pre-employment drug tests that you failed. Okay, and I want to get back to hot Miss uh, Candy's question that uh, she asked. So before we go off the show, we are 47 minutes in. Like I said, we got about another 10 minutes to show up. But we're going to get this party question on here. Okay, what are the most important things about choosing a company? That's my last question. I think that's really You're important, gonna- especially when you first start off. Yeah, when you're choosing a carrier, you want to look at you again. You gotta look at yourself and what you want. 
um, look at your goal, your five-year goal, and then you have to have a recruiter, you know, those goals at you. But you want to look at pay. You want to look at home time. You want to look at equipment and ask questions about equipment. Because live, you know, a lot of people, equipment's important. They're going to be home, have amenities like APU, inverters, um, you know, uh, if they don't have a refrigerator, can you put a refrigerator in there? Um, things like that, uh, whether it's an option or a manual transmission. And then, you know, do they have the home time options that you need? And do they have, you know, what and when you get raises and how those are the things you want to your first year you did am I the team with my trainer be running as a solo and after my I have an opportunity to be solo do I have to be team my whole first things you want to ask nice because well worded thank you very much <clears throat> That was an awesome question, and this has been an awesome show. I want to thank you for coming on today. This is, and thank you for co-hosting with me, Candice. You are amazing. And so, yeah, um, I hope everyone have learned a lot from this show. Let me check the questions real quick to see if you have any questions. Um, hey, Stephanie. I don't see any questions at the moment, but if you can drop one more time, just drop in and let us know um, and tell and tell us um, how they can reach you. You can reach me at 417-483-4213. You can call or text me on that number. You can also reach out to me on Facebook and instant message me. Um, and I look forward to hearing from you guys and helping you, um, you know, the industry, any questions you have, and help you get realize the goals that you personally. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. This is the Women Empowerment Podcast, and we are signing out. Thank you for tuning in, ladies. And please share, 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 share. And tell someone about trucking. Tell someone about Hard Driver Solutions. And definitely tell somebody about the Women Empowerment Podcast because we come together to empower other women. Yes, we do. We'll see you Sunday.